0: Welcome to another McLaren fans podcast. Uh, joining me this week, as always, is Sarah. Say hello, Sarah.
1: Hello, Sarah.
0: And um, Andy Romson. Say hello, Andy Romson.
1: Hello, everyone. Excellent. So, uh, yeah,
0: uh, not much to talk about since the last podcast.
1: No. <laughs> Nothing's happened much, has it?
2: No, not really. No. It's a quiet season for us, really, isn't it? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. You know,
2: mm-hmm. Mid
0: mid-table obscurity kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> well, actually, tell a, tell the truth. It's been pretty good, actually, hasn't it? So I can't remember when our last podcast was. Was that? Well, it been about a month ago, but um, I think we've had three races since then, haven't we? So uh, definitely before yeah. Mexico, and it was before America, wasn't it? Yeah. So I think we've had Mexico, Brazil and the usa quarter i'm and despite and this is the thing right why do you never believe mclaren anymore because at each race weekend they've gone don't think this is going to suit our car very well this uh,
1: this isn't the right circuit for us so please don't get your hopes up
0: yeah yeah (laughs) it's a sharp contrast to the honda years where they'd go (laughs) at this circuit we will be like Twenty brake horsepower off the Mercedes pace or something like that. Yeah. Like, oh, and then we'd all wow. sit
1: there crying into our cup yeah. of tea. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. So
0: <laughs> I, I'm not going to knock it. It's brilliant and it's great, and it's it, it's weird because it's kind of almost becoming the norm, isn't it? And that's a very strange new feeling to a lot. It's, of It's
1: uh, it's weird because next to my desk I've got this post-it note. Do you, do you remember this?
0: Double McPoints. Yeah.
1: So, I I think that was sort of at the start of the season. We we when we scored double points, we were like all so excited about it. Yeah. And and now people are getting upset because we're coming second and not winning the race behind Max Verstappen, who we're never going to get past, and he's winning everything. And and but but that's how far we've come. And you really can't forget how far we've come this season. It's just it's massive, you know.
2: If after the tests and after the first two races, anyone said you will get five podiums in six races,
1: I thought they were they were shitting us, you know. I just... <laughs> Are you shitting me? <laughs> you shitting me? No, but but we're cautiously optimistic because yeah. things like the Honda years burnt us a bit, didn't they? You know, we used yeah. to get excited. I used to buy a rocket red shirt that I'd never got to wear. I've now got I'm many. thinking. Yeah, and now I'm thinking, they're lighting the sign-up, Papaya, when we get on the podium. Why aren't they releasing a celebration, like, you know, the equivalent of the Rocket Red shirt? I want a shirt to wear when we get on the podium. Um, I, yeah.
2: I still have a T-shirt when it was Vodafone years that was the a win. It says win on, top of, on the yes, front of it. Yes, yes, yes. And yeah. I've worn it once because I, I managed to buy it right at the end of our glory years, and <laughs> I wore it once with Daniel Ricciardo. <laughs> Excellent.
1: Yeah, so we're in a really good place. There's been some amazing papaya progress. Making yes. a little phrase there, yes. papaya progress. But Indeed. yeah, I mean, it's what a turnaround. And like I say, what a first world problem to have as a McLaren fan that we're like a little bit despondent because yeah. we started the sprint race first and Lando ended up second. You know, well, wow, it, it it's it's amazing. You know, <laughs> yeah, I've.
0: You know, um but even then, you know, let's you know Osc- Oscars won a sprint race this yeah. Oh, I know. And you oh, know no. I'm I'm gonna we'll get on to sprint races l- later because let's be honest, I'm still not the biggest fan of what they are. But Me we'll neither. Discuss that uh, Don't,
1: don't on, you but... believe
2: what Sky F One are pushing? And we'll no,
1: we'll get on to that no. as well. Yeah. It's, despite being told a million times that we will like this format, we don't really, do we? And let's <laughs> no. do it now,
2: Andy. Let's do it now. We're there. We're there. Shall we? Yeah, Shall we come on, Andy. Yeah. Let's
1: let's do it now. The, the agenda a... can be mixed up.
0: It can be right. It's Andy's time for Andy's rant.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Andy's rant. <laughs> oh,
0: hang on. <laughs> It would help if my microphone didn't just shut itself off at that point. I can hear you. Yeah. Hang on. It's just default to WhatsApp. Oh, you wouldn't think I worked in tech. None of no. us.
1: <laughs> right. Taking to three IT professionals here. Right. Anyway, Andy's rant.
0: Andy's rant. Sprint races. What the hell? Right. Now, I get it. I get it from one side. People, do you know what? Extra points done us well this year in the championship, and maybe without them we wouldn't be so, you know, as far past uh, Aston as, as we are. But for me, there's something fundamentally wrong. Now, I get it. I get them going, do you know what? We want to have something that happens on a a, a day just to make it interesting and things like that. But for me, it's it's disruptive. It's changing the format of the weekend now, yes. You know, we used to go, right, FP1, FP2, FP3, quality, the race. And you'd build up over that race weekend to the race, where the race was the most exciting thing. And it was like, um, you know, you you you'd get that race day excitement. You'd get that, oh, here we go. But with the sprint, I find it dilutes that a little bit. It dilutes that race day feeling. And it probably really didn't hit me until kind of this weekend that that's what was there for me. That was just like, because we pretty much had a precursor of how the race was going to go on Saturday for the sprint. Yep. And, um, you know, I I can only kind of sort of put it down to, I I understand where F1 are coming from. There will be people out there, and let's be honest, and it's not me saying this, It's the pundits and everything else that are saying all the young'uns have got such a short attention span. They're not going to sit for a whole race. They might just watch the highlights on YouTube, blah, 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 all that kind of stuff, right? I'm going to give them a bit more credit than that. Most of the young people that I've met who are newer fans, I'm not even going to call them DTS fans, because they're newer fans to the sport. They've got as much right to be there as everyone else, right? They may follow a driver. They may follow a team, right? But they'll watch the races. They are actually watching the races. They're not turning off halfway through. And I don't get it. I don't get where this agenda is coming from. And I can only feel it's being pushed by F1 through the media to us to say, "Oh, you will like this. You will like this. There's no reason you shouldn't like this. Now, when the sprint day was Friday, it made a lot more sense to me. Do the sprint. Get out of the way. Unlock Park Fermi. Have a practice session on the Saturday. Do the quali. You feel like you've still got the race weekend. Kind of almost like it was before. Sprint Fridays become a thing. Even brand it as Sprint Fridays. You know, that kind of thing. But also make it into a separate championship. Don't let it count towards the actual F1 points. Make it a sprint championship make it a handicap championship, something like that. You've, you've got, if you separate it from the weekend by having a clear day at the beginning of the weekend, then you've got a chance to do much more around it. Reverse grids, you know, pull a number out the hat to where Max, Max Verstappen will start on the grid and see if he can pass everybody. It's almost like, you know, if you've got the PlayStation F1 game, you get these kind of challenges where you know oh it's raining in monaco and you've got to pass six cars within five laps that kind of thing but that's it it needs it i don't it's not going to go away but make it its own thing that's what
2: i'm kind of getting at i think i'm with you on a lot and my my thing which you you did hit was on sunday when max overtook lando and max got two seconds in the lead we then knew what was going to happen for the rest of that race because we'd seen it the day before.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: And yep, then yep. what's the point of that? There's no yep. point to it, is there? Can I add two things to your comment? So, number one, as a person that travels to races, I don't like the sprint format. That's because on a Friday, I like going around, trying out different grandstands, walking around, looking at the different view. Compound that with the fact that when we went to Silverstone, the first year they did a sprint, um, I think they put the prices up and then there wasn't a sprint at Silverstone that following year, but the prices of the tickets and the prices of hospitality and everything had gone up. And I was told that was because, well, now there's two races in the weekend. So it was used as leverage to just rip us off for a bit more money. Now, I'm not getting at Silverstone for that. I just think that that's going to happen everywhere. Not Anywhere like this, not
0: previous
1: that's... for that, is it? No, well, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Ryanair of, of Formula One. Um, but but yeah, I, I, I just don't like what it does to things like that. And if I hear one more pundit, and some pundits that I really like, you know, and people I've read on Twitter saying... Fridays were just a boring thing. They were, you know, I loved Fridays. They're not doing what we're doing. They're not going to a race, walking around, you know, looking at the circuit. Their lives are very different to ours. So don't speak for us, you know. On
2: Fridays, you could walk the track and you could see a car take 16 different corners at 16 different angles. You could see it from the front, see it from the back. You could see, like, Silverstone, you could spend half an hour at maggots and beckett's walking, watching it go through there you go to the village complex like for another half an hour you could literally walk that track in the two practice sessions and see that car on every corner from every angle i loved that that is something you don't get experience on tv
0: you've also got the fans that go where they take you know the cameras with the um the, the big thing on the end, yeah. It's the the lens, lens. Yeah, yeah. The lens, yeah. And you take a <laughs> lot, you know, they spend the Friday taking the photos because it's easy to get around the track and everything else like that. Um, and I, and I get it. And I think, you know, what really actually stood out as well was that they, I think they asked some of the drivers in one of the press conferences about it, and they went, I think it was Lando actually just turned around, well, they don't listen to us. If they're not going to listen to the drivers about what the drivers want, and I'm pretty sure the drivers have got some good ideas, they're in the races. They know what they want to do. They probably don't want to actually race a precursor of the race the next day anyway. They probably want something a bit more fun. Um, yeah. But if they're not
2: listening to the drivers, they ain't listening to the fans either. So, do you know um, one place where they've had to listen to the fans as of yesterday and day before? Is Vegas where the fans haven't paid for some of the stands and they're taking stands down and reallocating fans. They've done what, sorry? I read a few news reports yesterday where they haven't sold out some of the stands because they're just too expensive is the hypothesis. So they've moved fans out of the stands, one of the stands that hasn't sold out, into other areas and they're not doing that stand. And, and is it Are getting them like a refund or they'd still no, they're to... getting moved to another area
1: getting it, upgraded it, or whatever, I guess, yeah. aren't they? It's yeah. like, it's like, if you know, you turn up at a hotel and they give you a suite as an upgrade, you're not going to complain, are you? Exactly. Well, I've said this a million times. I got married in Las Vegas. I thought when they announced the race, wow, that's going to be great. I'm going to be able to persuade Mr. Merritt to go there because he loves places like that. And then I looked at the ticket prices. I couldn't afford any of them. And then when I saw a cheaper ticket that was 500 quid, it was access to a fan village during the race where you cannot see the track. That's 500 pounds each to not see the race. So I'd love to go to Vegas. I've entered every competition with every team. You know, I'd gladly be a social influencer and walk round trying everyone's things for them. But right now, if it's that price, people like us aren't going to be able to go, are we? It's it's just symptomatic
2: of F1 not listening to fans. And yeah. the Sprint Weekend yes. is one great example. Vegas is another great example. Yeah,
0: exactly. But if you were somebody like that machine gun curry person, then you'd
2: be a... Uh... Kelly. All right. Right. He couldn't have been <laughs> less impressed with life. During that, like, minute, Martin Brundle gave him, like, a good minute of screen time for a lot yeah. of people.
1: He did. He couldn't you have know...
2: been less impressed.
1: My biggest disappointment was that when he actually asked Brundle to do something, play play air guitar, air piano, he wouldn't join in. And I thought, come on, Martin, you've been quizzing these people for years. Okay. He's not my cup of tea, but he's asked you to do so and just go along with it. And Martin looked like almost shocked that he'd been asked to participate in some way. Um, so yeah, I, I don't know. And and he left the race early. Shock horror! You know why was that mentioned in commentary? Who cares? <laughs> yeah. I, I he didn't
0: he didn't enamour to me at all. I didn't warm to him at all. I'm sure he's a very nice person. He probably sings lovely songs about you know sheep or something like that, but you know who knows <laughs>
2: do, do you know who are very very nice people go on. The, the team on oscar's side who did that change and the, the, replaced the floor and the rear wing in unbelievable time and i bet they, I bet they, they still uh, had time to validate as well
1: <laughs> it was a there was a phrase andy used when we talked about this earlier quicker than a quick fit fitter i can't say it yeah yeah. yes can't get quicker than the quick fit fitter that red flag was very well timed for us and and i know you might from the outside see oscar's finishing position and think well was it even worth putting him out again but it's great test data it's more experience on the track he's never been at before he's trying the tires out and feeding back that data for lando you know, and yeah, it was a great turnaround for them to get him out. So, yeah. yeah. And also,
0: he's still a rookie, even though he's done so well. He's still a rookie. He's still, you know, if there's if there's one kind of small, tiny, weeny criticism, I could say, of something that yeah. he still has to learn, it's tyre deg doing a race. So, yeah. get him out there on the tyres, get him to learn a bit more about that. Fantastic, you know. Yep. I, and I know that there was there was issues still with the car, so he couldn't have the pace, mm-hmm. Um well, yeah, but no. he got hit He's... by
1: a bloody car up, up his bum, didn't he? Yeah. You know, I mean, so, he was lucky yeah. not to be spun out of the race or injured with the flying wheel going through the air. Yeah. The attitude it shows, i to say that we're a lap down,
2: we've got a broken car, we're still going out to race. Yes. And they were still racing. I, I don't care, we're a lap down. We've been worse many a time. We started in a different country with grid penalties before. <laughs> like, go out and race and. I, I loved that. I, I couldn't care if we were 20 laps down if the car's broken and If you can fix it. And not only that, it's a test for the mechanics. How quickly can we genuinely replace yeah, the floor and genuinely yeah. replace the rear wing? Yeah. It's brilliant. Brilliant. Yeah. Hats off.
1: Hats off. So much hats off that none of us are wearing hats. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I've got
2: a few I can grab.
1: Me too. <laughs> And he can put a car on his head and look like he's at the Japanese Grand Prix. I could do.
0: <laughs> we could try that. Maybe I'll do that for the next podcast.
1: So seeing as we've gone off the agenda, how do we want to loop back round into the agenda then, guys? Um,
0: <laughs> well, we've just talked about Oscar. So yes. should we talk about Lando? Lando. And what yeah,
2: did he do this weekend?
0: Uh, I think he did all right. I think he came second.
1: I, b- yeah. I believe he was there.
0: Yeah, I think he broke another trophy.
1: <laughs> no, he just took the lid off of it. D- d- didn't he? I think he was disappointed
0: there wasn't like chocolate coins inside or something like that.
1: Yes, I was very happy to see him doing his champagne bottle again. Though I do always yeah. love that. Yeah.
2: yeah. The, um He set the fastest lap in it. Was it by a second? It was faster, a second faster than the next fastest lap. So I, mean, I don't know the exact number, but it was well, well out of a yeah.
1: league. Yeah. Fastest lap, driver of the day on the podium. On
0: the podium, yeah.
1: Yeah. So, I remember a few races
0: ago, people were talking about, Oscar's got him now, Oscar's right up against him. And I think Lando's just kind of gone, right, challenge accepted. Go up another level.
1: I... I think he has gone up another level, but I don't think it's because of the fight with Oscar. No. Uh, I hasten to add Oscar was very unlucky yesterday. That wasn't of his doing. Um, I I feel that because the car feels better, Lando is getting a sniff of the fact that he can get nearer to Max and he wants to go out and try that. Now, I know he had one go at it yesterday and I think he was very sensible not to wear the tyres out, take the life and the energy out of them and have another go at that, or even risk a coming together. Because for us, this year, second is a really good haul of points and that's what yeah. we need. So, you know, I think he's done a great job. I, I don't think it was because Oscar was, was nipping at his coattails. I, I, I think it was just that he feels the car's more pacey now and that gives him, you know, that confidence compounds itself, doesn't it?
0: Yeah, and I think that's the thing, isn't it? I think, you know, there's, there's, there's they're both not going to be second and third every race or anything else like that. A double podium is is fantastic for us, but, you know, yeah. it's not going to happen every week. I mean, even Red Bull don't do that. So, you know, um, it's, it's that kind of thing where, you know, we've got two cars that can f- fight for points. If you've got your little post-it note there again, really, you know, still at this point, that's what we want, isn't it? Do yeah. the ball of points every week, and yes, we
1: want we want consistency as well. That's what we really want. Yeah, and you are going to have
0: issues like it was not Oscar's fault. But, no, of course you know, not. not. And you are going to have issues where you know, kind of, we don't quite do that for one reason or another, or you know, but we seem to have a generally good, reliable, fast car. Yep, it's not a Red Bull. Yeah, you know, um, you know, What did I say over the weekend? Speed. Um, papaya, uh, speed is now r- measured in the color of papaya. Nice. <laughs> Have you not so- noticed that on the on the on the TV when they say the gap, it'll catch him in so many laps. Yeah, they've changed the color and it's papaya. It's not orange, not orange anybody. It's papaya. You know that what it means. We're coming for you.
2: We're going to get you. <laughs> You know, I I love about the last half this season is the prospects for 2024. Yeah. This this car will be fundamentally derivative of the 2024 car either way. Yeah. So there's stuff that we're doing today which will impact 2024. It's not a change of regs. It's not a whole new build. It's an evolution. And the fact that yes, Red Bull probably haven't updated their car since the second race of the season. They've probably stockpiled all their updates for. When they actually need them, but no one else has. Everyone else is fighting for championship points, and everyone else is fighting for every single point we can get to get that ten million per place in the young constructors. Yeah, yep. No one's stockpiling apart from Red Bull, so we we are looking very very good for next year if if it does just evolve. It, I can't wait.
0: Well, not just that. Let's say we finish. We're um, we currently fifth in in the championship.
2: Uh, Fourth, but... Behind Ferrari, Mercedes, Currently fourth Red in the Bull. constructors. Yeah, yeah, so
0: fourth in the constructors. So
2: we're not even going to get.
0: I'd say at this point we're the second fastest car, second fastest team, but we're not. That's not going to be re- reflected in the drivers' championship. So we're no. not going to use lose as much uh, wind tunnel as Mercedes. So, so that'll benefit us.
1: So yeah. he's here's our stats. We scored 17 points in the first eight races of this season. Yeah. Then we had the Austria upgrades. We're now on 282 points, which puts us fourth in the constructors. And Lando is fifth in the Drivers' Championship on 195 points alone. Yeah. There you go. Touch.
0: What turnaround. So nice. When you put it like that. Yeah, full season of that next season, please. Thank you.
1: And that, that links nicely to something else we were going to cover today. That's an amazing season, and the three of us have agreed of that on that, haven't we? Yeah. So that's why it was so sad this weekend when the quali on Friday night didn't go as perfectly as we would have liked to see some of the online abuse that was being thrown towards the team and individual team members, some very personal things, some very bad things were said. And I'm absolutely disgusted by that. And I think all of us tweeted something about that over the weekend because that's just not right. It's not on. And you're not a McLaren fan if you put stuff like that on social media.
0: Well, I agree wholeheartedly. What I would like to say is it's okay to be disappointed. It would be gutted. I was. Everyone was gutted. The 1,000 people working back at the factory, they were gutted. The drivers were good. The people who make the pasta, they were probably good. It's a whole team effort, right? Yep. And while somebody's calling out one person and being abusive towards them, you're essentially being abusive to everybody else in that team as well. Yep. And that's just not right. It's fine. You can be upset. You can be gutted. You can be disappointed. But what you can't be is abusive and personal with that and that's where the line was crossed for me it was just you you know what was posted online by not just one individual you know so many times the same thing kind of almost copied um when the original post was removed was you know to wish somebody to lose their job because of one qualifying ridiculous right now I know we all have a bit of a laugh at Ferrari's strategy being a bit crap, and I'm sure that the Ferrari <laughs> fans do exactly the same. Yeah. But even in that case, it's somebody out there doing their job. The circumstances in which it happened were incredibly exceptional as well. Oh, so, yeah. oh me. Yeah. Just yeah. wind it in a bit.
1: Yeah. I, I, just, I just think that... Think before you pause. What kind of arsehole have you got to be to personally attack someone like that? That's someone's dad, someone's brother, you know, that's that's someone's son. That's, you know, we could write a song about this. But these are real people. Now, it's wrong to attack the drivers and wrong to go for famous people. But it feels even more wrong for me that you're going for normal people, you know, who are doing their jobs. And... That's why we were on 17 points in the first half of the season. And now we're on 282 because these people have been working their bollocks off to get us where we are today.
2: Yeah.
1: The thing that really gets me
2: is fans, uh, we we don't make the car go faster. We do not uh, help with any aero. We don't make the car look prettier. We don't attract many sponsors. What we do do, though, is give support. And and we literally try and make the people doing the jobs feel better, feel bigger, feel more empowered, more bold, comfortable. Like We make them feel that their efforts, they know we feel it. So the people who do the night shift, sweeping the floor at the MTC, those people... They don't have to do that. They can go find another job somewhere else. But they get, they do their bit for the team. The people yeah. that source the nuts and bolts, the people that do all the the jobs that we don't see, we support them and we love them because they're brilliant and they get our car on track.
1: Yeah.
2: our job as a fan is to support, help, praise, do all the positive things for those people. Our job as a fan is not to get the knife out and stick it in someone's back. Our, our job as a fan is not to be negative. Yeah, we can be disappointed. I agree. We can all be disappointed. Yeah, we we haven't won twelve championships in the last we twelve not years. Be I'm disappointed. No support, show love and show support. We're supporters. Yeah. You're not meant to be kicking people when they're down. That's there was a photo actually. T- uh, McLaren tweeted out a couple of pictures on um, Saturday morning or Sunday morning, and there was a photo of a few people sat at a table, and uh, I said to Andy, like I hope that that conversation going on there is a case of how are you doing, mate? Are you all right? Anything yeah. we as McLaren can do for you. Yeah. And I bet it was because McLaren have such a good and open approach to mental health as well. People don't need to finish their day job, get on their phone and go, oh, I've got this now to deal with if you can I, I block i block and i block and i block there's very i've met people in real life who are nice and i've blocked them and i tell them why i've blocked them and i show them the screenshot of what they tweeted what they bothered to waste their time tweeting get get a life if you can't tweet something nice don't bother doing it at all
1: yeah. you must block a lot of people then because twitter can be a cesspool at times <laughs> yep
0: yep i think we've uh, i think we've covered that well enough <laughs> Um, just let's uh let's move on to something a little bit more positive. Um, and yeah, what's next on the agenda? So, uh, Andy, I think you sort of uh tweeted um that you have some race day traditions.
2: Do you know what I, I do and because they're race, tra- race day traditions? I'm not doing it now. So, at weekends, there's things I do during race weekends. And I I wear uh, a ring that's a McLaren ring, and I tweeted it out. So we've we'll, we'll probably retweeted it in anyway, the, the podcast yep. one. I'll only drink out my McLaren mugs. I'll only wear McLaren T-shirts. I, I every do. Who will you I will always watch uh, the race wearing my hat. There are things that I will always do. So the qualifying comes on. I run and grab my hat. I'm inside. It's fine. I go grab my hat. Put it on. I've got my T-shirt on. <laughs> And we will only drink out of McLaren mugs during. And luckily, I've got a lot of McLaren mugs. Me um, too. <laughs> most of mine are thanks to you, Sarah. Um, <laughs> and there's little things that I do as a fan. And it, it dawned on me on like the other Saturday. I was like, nothing I do here makes our car go faster, but it makes me feel more connected. And yeah. it's me feeling connected to the team.
0: Oh, there's quite and a I've, few um, sort of other people do the same. I think Alan Sabatino said that he. He has some lucky McLaren socks that he's had for eleven years or something like that, and then um, I was glad I when he clarified them. Yes, I was glad he clarified that he washes them. <laughs> in the races. Um, but yeah, you know, if if anyone else out there's got some uh sort of race day traditions or anything, we'd love to know. Do you have any sense?
1: Yeah, generally, I I always wear team kit, and um, you know, I'm a total full kit wanker on race day, head to toe, mate. You know. Yeah. <laughs> trainers included (laughs) yep trainers they're not mclaren socks i've got but i've bought some over the years from other companies that do mclaren socks so i'll always wear even if it's just that i'm wearing a an appropriately colored papaya pair of socks or something like that we tend to go with these things don't we um but yeah tend to drink out of a mclaren mug if nick brings me a cup of tea and it's not in a mclaren mug i'll I'll reject it with (laughs) a joke of course If I'm wearing a hat at the start of the race and we're doing well, I won't take it off even if my head's really itchy. Um, I will still wear the hat. And I would just like to qualify one thing that you said, Mr. Robinson. We can't influence the race. Fuck off, we can influence the race. I shout at the television. Right. <laughs> I, I watch every race live. I don't want to watch a recording of a race. And when people say, Why do you get up and watch it live? I say, Because when I shout at the television, whether I send my good vibes or whatever, I believe that's doing something. Right? It's no different to football fans shouting at a football match. I feel like I'm part of the team and I'm part of the race. I've got a question there, right? If we
2: were all at the same race and we were all on the same corner, yes. if we all breathed in at the time that our driver was coming towards us and reduced the drag and breathed <laughs> out at the time that the other cars were going around and increased the air resistance. So you, what you're talking here is faster? FDRS, fan DRS,
1: <laughs> isn't it? Yeah. Well maybe Martin Brundle can take some time to explain that to us during the race because we yeah. apparently don't know what anything is. I I, I have I, like only, it.
0: I only have one tradition, right? And it's it's because 'cause I'm getting older, but lap twenty two, I have my own pit yeah, stop. We? <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> is it during the pit window though?
0: Sometimes it is. Oh. Sometimes it is. But it's it's lap twenty two, right? Do I need to refuel? Do I need snacks and drinks? Got the loo, come back, watch the rest of it. <laughs> Nothing ever seems to happen on lap 22.
2: That's what I've worked out. If, if it makes you feel better, Andy, you're coming up to the point where my dad is now, when he falls asleep on lap seven. So <laughs> you've got that to I'm build hoping up. I'm that I can you. last
0: more than lap seven to fall asleep. I can't ever remember falling asleep watching a race.
1: <laughs> oh, I have loads of times. <laughs> I think it's because I'm relaxed, because especially on a race day, I rush about to get everything done, to get there, to sit down and watch the race. And then I chill out and I watch the grid and then the race starts. And then if, if it's a not totally inspiring race and it's a bit boring, yeah. then I might, I might nod off. And I, might have have,
0: up, I might have and fallen asleep and... when I've tried to get up to watch like a Japanese FP1
2: <laughs> or something like that. You know the <laughs> number what? of times I've got up to watch Australia Japanese FP1 and I've watched the first minute, and then I've fallen in the for 58 minutes, and I've woken yeah. up for the last minute. Do you know what? It. I've got I've got something that can solve that, no problem
0: whatsoever. What's go to then? Japan, go to Australia. I find <laughs> that when you go to the places, it's not the middle of the night there. <laughs> oh, but you do get jet lag. You do.
1: <laughs> oh, just a, a mention on the way by. Um, it's not on the agenda. Vegas, have you seen what time the race is for us?
2: Oh, yes yeah no what
0: time
1: is it at it's like six got... o'clock in the morning isn't it yeah in we- vegas? local
2: time no no for uk time it's 6 a.m but local time it's like eleven, twelve o'clock at night so like, i think it's even later some of them
1: they want it to be the headline event on the saturday night so it's going to be you know 8 p.m 9 p.m or whatever it is in vegas on the strip like you're out for a saturday night but for us and I mean I can't complain because there's people all over the world who listen to this podcast <laughs> will say, Well, yeah. what do you think it's like for me in Australia, you lucky bastards? But um yeah, we've got a we've got some really uh, odd times this weekend, so
2: Qualifying is at midnight. The race is at ten PM local time. Well wow. wow. what time's quality then on the uh Qualifying's at midnight on the eighteenth. So literally zero zero hours.
0: It
2: does um, – 8 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. quality. For local, for for us, yeah. So local time, it's midnight. For us, it's 8 a.m. So SP
0: one is at 4.30 in the morning on the Friday or 5.30. I can make that. I'll just be getting up for work.
1: (laughs) (laughs) At least you won't miss it like all the poor people who are still at work when the... uh, Friday night's quality is on because of the sprint weekend another reason yes yeah
2: (laughs) do you know the um one of the good things about all the good results is where you get a discount code for the McLaren shop
1: we do but that's been peeing me off a little bit because number one I buy a very expensive coat and then they reduce it a week later and number two that's often before it's even arrived because I am amongst the many people who are having McLaren store issues at the moment and I don't like to moan about the team but it seems to be a big thing at the moment. Andy, you've been having problems as well, haven't you? Yeah, about
0: six weeks I've been waiting for something. And um, I emailed them and I'm getting sporadic emails back saying, oh, this is out of stock. Yeah, okay. And it's like, fine. It wasn't out of stock when we ordered it. It was on stock on the website. What's gone on? So uh, it seems to me that um, a lot of people have had very similar issues to us where Things haven't, it seems to all be due with this 60% off weekend when people yeah. ordered stuff that they've just not had the stock or not had the stuff on the website. And whilst things say we're busy, there's the communi- it's the communication part of it that's been rubbish. But...
1: I ordered some things for people for Christmas presents, you know, I'm getting people in my family. And I, um, and I have had an email telling me twice now uh, from, from the customer service that it's been dispatched. Um, I've just ordered some Vegas gear and I'm really nervous that I don't hold out any hope of getting it.
0: You might get it for Vegas next year.
1: Yeah, maybe, maybe.
0: Well, I hope they get it sorted out. All I would say is that in a in an industry where time is of the essence and tens of seconds make a difference to have yes. such a shoddy logistics pipeline like that, and it reflects badly on the team, and um, they need to do something about it. Indeed so. I I will just say, I have made some people aware. I'm sure you have as well, Sarah. I have indeed. Yes. Um, Right, well, we're going to have to wrap it up there. Uh, It's been another good podcast. Um, What I will say is that we're going to do something slightly different after Abu Dhabi, and uh, uh, we will let you all know in due time, but, um, yeah, uh, be prepared. Go Sarah quickly 30 order seconds. your key
1: rings Christmas key rings, magnets have a look on my store Sarah, where's Etsy store, you know the one
0: and they'll arrive before any of your McLaren store gear gets anywhere in the house right and we'll end it on that